Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Rhiannon Berry and this is Creative Conversations. Today marks the beginning of our focus on Spiritual Niagara. Spiritual Niagara is an online directory of spiritual practitioners and those selling goods and services. Today we are interviewing Kathy Upper and she is the creator and owner of Spiritual Niagara. It all began in 2009 with her participation in the Willpower Meditation course that is offered in Niagara Falls, Ontario. So it's based on Buddhist principles and teachings, and after six months of everyday attendance and meditation, she had a dream that showed her a direction towards creating a community of services for those seeking spiritual growth and the businesses and owners offering that. It has grown today to include monthly newsletters, a magazine, and events, and membership outside of Ontario and even Canada. Thanks, Rhiannon. It's uh, really nice to share this time with you. I appreciate uh, you doing this interview. Um, Yeah, Spiritual Niagara actually... um, started as a website in 2009. Um, previous to that, um, I, I actually got inspired uh, to create it uh, through a dream. Um, I, I did the um, Willpower Institute meditation course. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. Um, no, I in, haven't. No, it's in Niagara Falls. Um, they're located just right by the Niagara Falls Library um, behind it there. And it's a Buddhist uh, program um, developed by a Buddhist monk in um, Thailand. And it's a six month program. You do, um, you go every day for six months, Monday to Friday, and you do half hour of um, sitting and a half hour of walking meditation um, along with learning the theory Um, behind uh, the Buddhist meditation um, process. So that actually is what really opened my world up, um, doing that. And then we went to Thailand for two weeks, which was absolutely amazing. Um, Adventure of a lifetime, actually. But I think it's meditation that really has, um, you know, opened my world up in terms of spirituality. And um, in terms of uh, spiritual Niagara, I had a dream that really inspired me that I had to um, create this. Uh, the dream really told me that you have to let other people know about these services. And at the time, I was I was quite the seeker. I was, you know, looking for, you know, thirsty for all this stuff, right? I, you know, I wanted to learn about Reiki and meditation and, and um, you know, energy work and, and you know, spirit connection and all of those things, um, you know, so I, I wanted to, uh, you know, gain my own knowledge, but, but the dream told me um, that I had to help other people find their services as well. So at the time I was working for Niagara College um, and I was able to take courses online. So I, I learned how to do website development on my own um, by taking some online courses and doing HTML and, you know, learning how, how that whole process works and, and developed the, the website. 
And then I just started gathering people. Um, you know, I wanted uh, others to know about, you know, these services. So I, you know, individually caught contacting people and telling them, you know, this is what I want to do. And I, you know, want people to learn more about, about what you do, right? Like about each um, member's services. <laughs> Excuse me. So um, yeah, that's really how it started. It started as a website um, and the, um, the magazine and, uh, you know, doing articles, um, sending that out to people, um, the um, calendar that we have on the website as well to help people know about events that are coming up with, um, with our members. So so you went from just being curious yourself to developing a website and a magazine and an online calendar that if anybody's interested in finding spiritual events or services, they can, it's one click now onto your website and it's all like organized for them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's of course developed a lot since then. Um, you know, that was in 2009 that, you know, that, it um, started, now we have a, a directory that people can go to on the website and uh, they can search out by categories. So we have all yeah. kinds of categories on there. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And I, uh, I'm on the website as well, of course. And I remember when I was uh, filling in my categories, I was like, click, 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 click. There's so many categories there. Yes. So like, if you are a multi-dimensional um, business that offers services and goods and lessons and this and that, um, yeah, you, you can put your business under so many different categories. So if anybody's looking for anything, if they just want to, you know, whether it's counseling or spiritual guidance, or they just want some, to purchase something um, like, uh, healing stones or lessons for somebody for Christmas, they just have to click the category and it brings you to the list of members. Yes. Yeah. And they can search by category or they can search by the member's name. So if they know somebody that's a member that, you know, they want to connect with, then they can just type in their first name into that um, search box on the directory page and, and find them easily. Um, there are uh, short versions of, uh, of the profiles on there, so you can, you know, see all the links, you know, um, people's websites, their um, social media, and so on. Um, yeah. But then there's also the long versions where you can really read about the members and, and you know, find out about, you know, why they do what they do. Um, and that's an interesting component as well, I find. It's like you can find a million and one um, yoga teachers, for instance, but maybe it's something about them and their journey to becoming a um, professional uh, spiritual wellness worker that you connect with more. Yes. So it's really nice to have that that option to, you know, not only see the services like what's closest to my house, but also read about who the person is that's delivering the service. Yes. Yeah, I find that first question, um, you know, what brought you to this work? is the one that you know helps people to connect um you know they may have gone through you know have a similar story you know a similar journey and a lot of times you know that's you know the person that you you want to connect with because you know you um 
you know, you, you've had similar experiences, right? And, and you may be looking for someone that um, has gone through the same thing or is, you know, living the same kinds of journeys um, or, you know, or barriers or stumbling blocks as well, right? Because, you know, we all have those. Or even if you're looking for a mentor type person too, it's easier to find them if you can kind of get a base of who they are and what they've been through. Yes. Oh, well, that that kind of leads us to my second question. Um, In working in the spiritual wellness field now, have you experienced secondary trauma or burnout doing this type of work? And how do you put your self-care as a priority? Uh, Well, uh, I um, have health issues myself, right? So I have to ensure that, you know, I don't burn out. and I, I really have to listen to my body. Um, for people that, that live with chronic pain, um, and there's I'm learning a lot of people out there that live with that, um, you know, you, you have to learn to listen to your body. You know, if your body's telling you, you know, don't do anymore, um, you need to stop now, um, then you've got to learn to listen to that. And, and to be honest, it's taken me a long time and I still don't always listen. I'm certainly not perfect at it. Um, but, you know, getting that sense of how much work I can do in a day and, and, uh, you know, the other, the other great thing, of course, that we have is that we have a wonderful team. Um, I have, you know, I I used to do this, of course, all of it by myself, um, you know, when I first started it, but now we have a, a wonderful, uh, team that assists, um, with all of the different aspects of operating spiritual Niagara and you can find the team actually on the contact page on the website um, to get to know who's doing what right now yeah yeah that's great so you know and that's something that um, people some people find very difficult is delegating and letting go and this is your baby so I commend you for being able to delegate some of these jobs out and being comfortable and uh, believing in the team enough to let them kind of run with their ideas and support you in how they can. And for me too, as somebody who's new to the team, you're always allowing me to adjust and giving me room to make, you know, discoveries or mistakes. And, and so I just want to say thank you for that too. Um, I'm excited to be part of the team, but I'm also excited to be working with somebody who's very flexible and also um, happy to um, include my, my skills and my, and what I feel like I can offer. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's always important to me um, that people, you know, work within what they're passionate about as well. Um, my background actually is an employment counselor with Niagara College, um, and I did that for 27 years. So I was helping people to, you know, identify what their passions were, you know, find out the steps that they need to take to to look at, you know, their dreams, uh, their jobs, their careers, you know, their education, all of those things. So, you know, working with people you know, continuing to um, help people um, develop their passions, I guess I'd say, is is what I love to do. Um, yeah, so that's like a whole nother component to what you're doing. I feel like you are giving a service to the community and as well as the business owners. You're giving them a platform and uh, further reach, but you're also um, mentoring a team. And um, so you can really see that uh, you have that transferable skill from your past employment and how it's coming through. 
yeah, in, in yeah. This I always find that interesting um, because many years ago, you know, in my role uh, with Niagara College, I developed an interagency um, group that, that didn't exist. Um, so we brought all the training agencies together and we looked at how we could together assess and, and assist our clients. So um, I, I found it interesting that, you know, I transferred that ability into Spiritual Niagara you know, in terms of uh, bringing everything together as well. So, yeah. And I see, like, I can honor everything that you've, you've done so far in the past, but I, as a new set of eyes too, I can see like so much um, potential for growth in the future and um, the value of it to the spiritual community for anybody who isn't a member yet. I can, I can certainly see how um, membership can grow and, um, I know we are trying for some events, but events are so hard right now. Like I see everybody like trying to, to get people to attend things. And it's like, I think we're in a bit of a lull right now. Um, like when we were in COVID, everybody was grappling for things to do online. And then post COVID, there was a little bit of a down because people were going to the wineries and, you know, well, we can go out again. There was a little bit of social anxiety too, where people were still kind of more comfortable inside their homes doing stuff online. But now I feel like we're in this like sort of like like area where people just like aren't buying tickets to things and aren't, you know, attending as much as as you would hope that they would. But I think that might pick up again in the summer when the weather warms up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's really great that people have become more comfortable with online um, because then, you know, they don't have to leave their home and they can still, you know, gather with others um, I think I think that's actually a, a good thing you know that people are getting more comfortable with that of course yeah. they still think in, in person is is very important and um, you know I'm hoping that um, in April I'd like to bring our members together and maybe do an in-person um, you know a tea date that sort of thing bring everybody yeah together. like a little social something or other yeah yeah yeah, that's sort of like my mentality as well. Like I do a lot of one-to-one -one in group online now. Like I'll do groups like in Windsor now. <laughs> like it's like, okay, oh, yeah. cool. Like that's, a ni that's nice because then I get these contracts that I otherwise wouldn't have gotten, even if they're one-offs, you know? Um, so I'll do like an, like maybe a therapeutic art program or a like counseling sort of group counseling thing for teens, which is kind of interesting now that I get to do that online. Um, but there is, I still see a lot of value in doing it in person. So um, we like, I'll do collectively, I'll do like sort of a, a low cost or free event twice a year, usually in May, sometimes in October and at the end of August, because, you know, there's something to be said for gathering and mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll do some sort of like self-healing workshops and, it's just, it's so much different online than it is in when you're sitting with the people and looking them in the eyes and, you know, maybe even giving them a hug or mm -hmm. um, doing some sort of interactive activity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I still enjoy being with, with others. There's totally different energy, of course, that, you know, that you don't get with an online interaction. Um, but, but, you can see that there's lots of events that are still happening like on our website calendar. Quite a few of our members are, you know, still doing um, in-person, yeah. um, a lot of sound healing, there's you know, meditation, there's... Um, yeah, there's some things that you just, 
get more out of in person, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. the uh, the sound healing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had one of our members come into the Boys and Girls Club and do. I've been doing some pro, uh, after school programming there, and she came and did a sound bath last week. Um, and like I could play music for these kids, but they'll still run around and fidget and whatnot. But she came in with her sound bowls, and they were all laying there. They all brought a blanket. Oh, there yeah? was, yeah, I think I had 21 kids show up for it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So like, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I try to play meditation music for these kids all the time, just to subliminally like calm them down. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. But this girl comes in with sound bowls and in two seconds they are all laying there. Wow. Yeah. So it was good. Like they, did you get some good feedback from the kids? What did they say? I did. I did. And, um, there is a wellness grant that they've received and I'm, I'm, they're going to support the program a little bit more so I can get some more yoga mats and maybe I'm looking for some small drums so we can start doing drum circles and things like that. So it's leading to good things. Mm -hmm. Um, start, you know, you start small and you grow, but I just think it's so interesting that, you know, all of us, all of the different, like, program leaders or group activity leaders have tried, you know, playing music as, you know, we'll shut the lights or we'll play music, all those little, you know, the sensory things you can do to calm a group of children. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is ages six to 12. And uh, also they were inside of a gym. So they were in an environment where they're used to running, screaming, playing, throwing, and they were all just laying. Mm -hmm. So I I found it uh, intriguing to watch the transformation Mm -hmm. yeah and what was the sound like in the gym because gyms can be echoey what it was what was that experience like it was really great and one of the most interesting things is is like 99 percent of them laid with their head towards the bowls and then she said you guys can try it different you can you can flip and you can turn so they all turned with their feet and then like two seconds later on they were all like no and they turned back and their heads like right at the bowls yeah oh that's neat Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was an interesting experience, but it just shows you like the difference between like, you know, like live music and, you know, music, you know, you going to a concert versus listening to it on the radio. There's a difference. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to have the sound experience absolutely in person. Um, I don't think you can do it. Actually, I don't think you can even do it over Zoom because the sound doesn't work correctly or something. Yeah, right? it doesn't. So. It doesn't reverberate into those 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 um it actually the sounds activate different parts of your brain mm-hmm. and your and your chakras right so right yeah you need that vibration mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah there's you know lots of different things that you know they have to be done in person and the other thing that i'm seeing more of like um when i'm having you know new members contacting me or people interested in membership as well is they're talking more about um, doing retreats, which I know is something that you do as well, right? Um, yeah, I like the collaboration of a retreat. Um, so yeah, I, I think you have to, you can't do it all yourself. Mm-hmm. And a retreat gives you an opportunity to, to uh, develop like partnerships, like for sure. And a lot of people are, are looking to do that, to do that, sorry. Um, because like the one-offs, like you go into a yoga class, you relax, and then you go home to a messy house. And then you actually, you need like a full day or you need like uh, maybe a two days or even a week. You know what I mean? Like to actually, if you're looking to make some positive self-care changes, 
Um, I really think that's why I think people are, are tuning into that idea is, um, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can come to a, a workshop, you'll feel refreshed, but guess what? You're in, you exit, you're in noise pollution, air pollution, sound pollution, like right away you go home, you've got all your to-do list is in front of you, unless, you know, you've got a, the self-discipline to, to, to put everything down and, and leave it, leave the dishes in the sink and, or you have a really good partner who, who knows you went to this and is creating a calm environment for you to enter at home. Like you almost have to like set your bedroom up with what makes you happy when you come home after you attend something. Cause uh, as simple as a yoga retreat or a yoga class, but like with the retreats, you're experiencing something for longer. You're getting that. It's like cognitive restorations. Like you're pulling, you're letting your brain rest. You're letting your body rest. You're giving yourself permission for longer. And there is something really to be said for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you're saying, there's so many different methods of healing. You know, yoga is one, meditation is one, sound healing, art therapy. Like, uh, there's so many different ways to, you know, express yeah. yourself. Um, you know, we Exposure have also to a lot of um, life coaches as well. Like, we have quite a few members of. Yeah. A lot of people coaching. need to start there. Yeah. So, like, a lot of life coaching, it's like when you're hitting that that, that point where something has triggered you, um, in your life to say, I need a change or I can't handle this anymore. You go see a life coach or you have like a big decision to make. Those are usually the times when you could seek out life coaching. Right. And mm-hmm. it's like on the other side of that. So you, maybe you just need like a boost a self-esteem, self-worth boost or, or, or a coach or a mentor or just somebody in your corner. Cause you're alone. Right. Um, somebody to give you a little bit of advice to get you to that point where you're like, able to make your decisions uh about your own spiritual journey Mm -hmm. you know and I think that's valuable too like to start out with a life coach yeah yeah I agree um I think it's a really good way for people to make those changes you know incrementally right you know it takes a little bit of time you need that support um you know when people are are waking up to spirituality and, and learning about you know for me it was you know, looking at, there's like, there's almost like there's this magical world that exists that people don't know about. Um, Well, it's like the allegory of the cave, right? You know that? What? No, I'm not sure. It's basically saying that like, as humans, we, it's like, we are all in a cave watching a projection of reality but spiritual reality is turning towards the projector and climbing out of the cave. Ah, like that. Nice. Yeah. 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 There's, well, you know, with all the changes that have happened over the past few years um, and COVID has done this a, a lot as well, right? Like people are, are going within a little more than, than they ever would have, right? Because they had yeah. to spend time, um, you know, slowing down. They had to, and will spend time looking at their lives and really how they want to exist. Um, and yeah, learning that you know, there's a there's a whole different world and a whole different way of living. Um, that, well, it's actually the more natural way of living mm-hmm. that we are all attuning to. Like how many people were at the forest? Like we all tried to go back to our evolutionary selves without knowing it. We thought we were just going for a hike because we were bored. But why were humans pulled to the to the walking trails? Mm-hmm. in such droves like we were all kind of getting back to our evolutionary selves in a way like mm-hmm. the noise was was 
like softening. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and we have members actually that do that, um, you know, forest walk, um, you know, yeah, how, how to do, connect yeah. with nature. Um, yep. You know, I would love to uh, speak with some of them too, because, you know, I'm very interested in the psychology of that. I've, I've actually studied a little bit of that in my, in my uh, educational <laughs> career. And um, I find it fascinating, the changes mm -hmm. that happen. Yeah, yeah. And how to better connect with nature, you know. Um, the, the other thing I think that, that we have, uh, as a society, have a problem with is the fact that we're so overstimulated. Um, you know, there's constantly things coming at us, um, you know, messages on our phones, you know, like, the, you know, the television, there's, there's all this stimulation, you know, emails. And, and it takes um, a lot of self-discipline to, to want to uh, put in a, like limitations for yourself. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And as you were talking about self-care, that's, that's a big part of it, right? You've, you've got to, you know, walk away from those things that, you know, are too highly stimulating. Like you, you need to, yeah, give maybe time. Tuesdays and Thursdays are the only days you watch Netflix. You know, yeah. like if you implement yeah. something like that, you should, you can see how much less tired you are, how much more aware of your surroundings you become just something simple like that, but it, it is difficult in this life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Spending some time in nature, you know, just taking a dog out for a walk and, you know, spending yeah. a little more time. I mean, we, this year we've been blessed with a pretty warm winter. So, you know, people can get out there a little bit more and spend some more time in nature. And that helps you to slow down as well, I think. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. But we do have lots of different numbers that can help people with, you know, connecting with those types of things. Um, you know, you, you just have to explore the directory um, and take a look at, you know, who's offering what, and we're always adding categories too. So if we have new members come on board and, you know, they're offering therapy that, you know, we've never heard of before, we just add that category for them. So, you know, right we're, we're always yeah. open to that yeah and and that's the thing too is that we're not here to judge somebody's credentials as the team as a spiritual negro team um it's up to you to explain what you do but we will we will add it mm -hmm. exactly yeah and we ask that all of our you know members provide testimonials so that people can hear about, you know, other people's experiences. So that's a part of the profile as well. Um, and then, of course, the other thing, the other question that we ask them, along with the services that they provide, is what philosophy do you live by? Um, mm -hmm. And that, I think, helps people to connect as well. Yeah, because if your philosophy aligns, and of course, like, you're not going to go with somebody who's completely different from what you, what you value in life, right? So, yeah, by reading that line, you're going to attract the appropriate clients. Yes. Yeah. And we, we do offer two different kinds of levels of membership. We, we, of course, have our members who are offering spiritual and holistic um, services. Um, and we, this year, or actually, I think it was last year, we um, expanded even beyond Niagara. So if someone is offering online services, 
you know, in Toronto or, you know, Alberta or, you know, anywhere in Canada, they can join us as well. Um, but we also have partners. And what our partners are, are businesses that um, want to support the spiritual or holistic community. Um, so a partner can be a member, but it can also be somebody that is offering, say, bookkeeping services or, um, you know, website development, you know, the types of things that, you know, small businesses need, um, you know, as small business um, providers or owners, um, you know, it's really difficult to do it all, right? Like that's what they probably end up doing, you know, as a small business owner, you do it all. And as I did when I was first starting out doing everything, but it's good to have those connections. You know, you don't need to be the bookkeeper. You don't need to be the website developer. There's other people that can help you with those things. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, all about can, delegating, right? Delegating and letting go. Yeah. Yeah. And you can check out our partners page um, on the website as well um, to see who's offering what. But what the partners are is they're offering discounts to our members. So they offer them some service, um, you know, a discounted service so that they can get to know what they do. And then they also are advertised in our magazine as well. So they're advertised on the website and also in the magazine, um, linking back to their websites. As are our members, like if you check out the monthly magazine on the website, you'll see that um, all of our members' cards are in there and they link back to their profiles as well. Great. So yeah, there's a few different ways that we assist members in terms of advertising. Um, we also have the bi-weekly newsletter that we send out that um, lets people know about upcoming events and and also announcements. So you know, if our members um, have developed a new website or they have a new book coming out, you know, those types of things can be found in that um, email as well. Yeah, and that e-letter goes out to members and followers. Yeah, anybody can subscribe. Um, we right now have over 900 subscribers on the uh, bi-weekly emails. So you can go um, to the magazine page and you can sign up for the bi-weekly newsletter and also the um, magazine. The magazine comes out monthly. You can also advertise in the magazine, right? Yes, yeah, we, we um, have full page ads that you can do in the magazine. So if you have an event coming up or or if you just want to advertise you know, your business, you can do that in the magazine as well. Um, you'll find we have an advertise with us page that um, tells you about all the different options. Um, members, of course, they get the uh, bi-weekly um, newsletter events um, notices and announcements for free that's part of the membership um, but if non-members want to just advertise an event they can do that as well okay that's great yeah so there's a lot of benefits to becoming a member and also if you are just looking for services this is the right one-stop shop for you um, just check out the directory and uh, get on the newsletter yes okay um, do you have any uh, any advice uh, for or recommendations for somebody starting a business like yours? Um, somebody that's you know starting a directory kind of business is that what you mean? 
Yeah, just maybe you could speak to, I know you sp spoke to the origins of the business, but perhaps there's something you learned or a challenge um, along the way that you could give some insight to anybody who is starting um, either a business where they're uh, directing or creating a community even. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, what I find is you need to connect with people, first of all, one-on-one. -on -one. That developing relationships is very important. Um, you know, connect with people in person if you can, of course. Um, the other thing that I found is really important that I've learned is learning to ask for help. Um, you know, as small business owners, we think we have to do it all, but we need to learn to ask for help because that is how um, we expand. Um, you know, like you were saying before, you know, people have different ideas that, you know, they're passionate about that they want to, uh, you know, run with, right? So you, you know, by asking for help, you're giving people the opportunity to do that, right? To, and, and, and you don't, also to know that you don't have to be good at everything. Um, you know, you have, you know, you can be good at one thing and, and then somebody else is good at another thing. And, you know, together, you know, you can create something beautiful. Right. So I think asking for help is such an important part of, of creating a community. You know, how to partners is kind of the way that I look at it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like you don't have to do it all. You can share the workload. And by being open um, to um, other people's ideas, like maybe you're initially like, oh, I need a person to do this. But you know, things can change if you're, if you keep an open mind to uh, listening to what the person wants to offer and has to offer. Yeah. And you can grow together, right? Mm -hmm. That's important. Um, you have to keep communication open. You know, that's an important part of it as well. Um, so that, you know, that person can grow into whatever it is that they want to do as well. Okay. Um, my last question is what's coming up for you? Are there any events, opportunities, or trainings for the membership, or are you, um, uh, endeavoring to take on anything new? Um, well, we do, we are looking at, um, having an event with the, the members in April. Um, as I said, we want to do like a I'd like to do an in-person, you know, afternoon tea so that we can get together and you know, get to know each other because membership is always changing, which is great. So people can get to know who's doing what. And I think that's always a great opportunity for those partnerships that we talked about. You know, people get to know each other. There's been so many partnerships that I've seen over the years that we've brought people together. And that's such an important part of spiritual Niagara. So um, we hope to continue to do that. Um, uh, to be honest, this year is, has been, you know, this coming year, I, I can't really get a grasp on what's going to be happening for 2023. Um, and I'm kind of, what I'm feeling like is that I really need to kind of live in the moment, um, you know, rather than really future focused. And talking to other people about it, they're kind of saying the same thing. For some reason this year, um, it's hard to get a grasp on you know, what, um, what the focus is. 
So, so that's kind of how what I'm doing. I'm kind of going day by day, moment by moment, um, as to you know what to do next. And, and I usually do have like a goal and, and a and a vision, but this year has kind of been different. And, and, and I'm curious about that actually. And that's kind of where I want to remain. I, I just kind of re remain curious about what's going to be happening and, and open to whatever. Okay. All right. So, okay. So we are going to look forward to perhaps a, a tea and people can come out and um, like meet each other, form partnerships, nice casual social um, environment. And then from there, we'll see what grows out of that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, more things will be developing because, you know, we're looking at more in terms of the website for sure. We just um, switched um, to a new server. So we're going to be looking at some more changes there. Um, you know, I'm always working with the team on, on uh, projects. So, you know, there's always um, more things coming up, um, definitely. <laughs> all right. And so um, that all sounds great. And we are going to continue to grow. You opened it up to outside of Ontario and Niagara, which is great. And so that's exciting to see who ends up joining. Um, yeah, and maybe there's room for an online collaboration, an online uh, sort of retreat day um, in the future. Yes, yeah. Um, Bradley and Amanda um, are going to be working on events. Um, so I'm not sure what they have coming up. I know that they're, um, they've been collaborating. So uh, you know, keep an eye out for that as well. Okay, great. All right. Well, thanks, Kathy, for chatting with me today and catching up a little bit and um, sharing your knowledge about um, Spiritual Niagara. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. I really uh, appreciate uh, having the opportunity to chat. Yeah. And any uh, members of Spiritual Niagara are, are more than welcome to come on and chat either about their business or even for uh, a longer version of um, the uh, Living Library series. Great. Okay. Thanks, okay. Rhiannon. You're welcome. Okay. Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you are a member of Spiritual Niagara and you wish to share more about your business, you can contact me at artbyrianandberry at gmail.com and we will go about scheduling a time to interview you and that way we can learn more about what your business does. We also offer a longer format. Um, it's called the Living Library of Resiliency. That one is about an hour and a half long, however, sometimes those sessions do go a little bit longer, but the main goal of the Living Library of Resiliency is to share your journey. So whether it's a journey through spiritual um, awakening, a career path journey, or even like personal triumphs and things that you've been through that have made you stronger, we discuss all these different things and it becomes 
sometimes a light for others who may be struggling right now and feeling alone. It also serves as tips and tricks for other wellness business owners, creative thinkers, and um, also a lot of artists have come on um, and shared their stories. So uh, I welcome anybody who wants to come on as a Spiritual Niagara member to do a um, shorter version just to explain what you do, but also to Uh, book in for a longer version and with the living library you also receive a few different benefits so you can find out more about the living library of resiliency podcast on my website and at that is be whimsy with an i um artloft.ca so hope to see everybody um coming in through the uh contacts and my dms scheduling their appointments and have a great day